Hello and welcome to This Week in the Indie Web Audio Edition for the week of April 8th through 14th, 2017. This Week in the Indie Web is a weekly digest of activities in the Indie Web community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the Indie Web is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find the web edition of This Week in the Indie Web, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. The next regularly scheduled Homebrew Website Club meeting is April 19th, with Baltimore, Maryland and Berlin, Germany confirmed so far. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a Homebrew Website Club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about Homebrew Website Club, including tips for how to organize your own, at IndieWeb.org HWC. Don't forget that there are several Indie Web Camps coming up. Indie Web Camps are two-day meetups, including a bar camp-style day of discussions and a day of working on your own site ending with demos. You can reserve your spot for upcoming Indie Web Camps in Bellingham, Washington, May 4th and 5th, Dusseldorf, Germany, May 13th and 14th, Nuremberg, Germany, May 20th and 21st, and the Indie Web Summit in Portland, Oregon, June 24th and 25th. All IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org. Episode 400 of This Week in Google featured Kevin Marks as a guest and includes discussion of IndieWeb, Mastodon, and GNU Social beginning at about 1 hour and 18 minutes into the show. Aaron Parecki shared a post from Timo Reitenauer at IWantMyName.com from January of this year titled, Let's Make 2017 the Year of the IndieWeb. The piece is, in several ways, an advertisement for the services at IWantMyName.com, but also espouses several indie web principles and encourages folks to run a blog at their own domain. Chris Aldrich at BafoSaco.com shared a piece from Andy Bio at Waxy.org titled, Closing Communities, Found versus Milkshake. Bio compares the histories of the two community photo bookmarking sites, as well as their upcoming closures scheduled for early May of this year. In particular, Bio praises the owners of Milkshake for working with the Internet Archive as well as members of their community to make sure that their users' content outlives the service. Jonathan LaCour at CleverDevil.io published a post titled Sharing What I Watch. LaCour announces a new plugin he has released called Watching for publishing posts about watching movies, TV, and online videos to the IndieWeb-friendly known CMS. The plugin also includes experimental support for posting automatically from Plex, a self-hosted media server. 
LaCour also published a post titled Adding IndieWeb Interactions to NextCloud News, which announces a plugin he has created for NextCloud News, a feed-reading app that is part of the NextCloud platform. The plugin enables IndieWeb interactions such as bookmarking, reposting, and replying with the help of the Quill Micropub client. Sven Knabel at svenknabel.de published a post with his notes from the April 5th Homebrew Website Club meeting in Berlin. The notes include some interesting discussion and links to resources about privacy online, both in silos and in distributed systems. And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb Wiki at IndieWeb.org. Community and Concepts A new page was added to the wiki titled IndieWeb Network. The page is very much still in progress, but is meant to serve as an overview of IndieWeb-friendly applications, silos, and platforms, along with which specifications are supported by each. This page could eventually serve as a jumping-off point for those new to the IndieWeb community who are looking for a starting software project. Services and Organizations Changes to Twitter's handling of username mentions in reply posts has led to some confusing and interesting side effects. Formerly, Twitter required users to explicitly include usernames in the text of a post to make a new tweet show up as a reply. A recent feature that rolled out to clients instead uses a new API to indicate that a tweet is a reply, allowing more users to be included in the reply thread. The Canoe page was updated with an example of a Twitter reply thread that included 50 users in one reply. Additionally, the reply page was updated with some brainstorming on how Twitter's reply tweets and quote tweets differ on Twitter itself, but are equivalent to an IndieWeb reply on many personal sites. The Facebook page on the wiki was updated with a link to a post by Brian Bergstein on the MIT Technology Review titled, We Need More Alternatives to Facebook. Bergstein draws parallels between Facebook's current monopoly on and control of user attention with the lack of competition in broadcast television in the United States during the 1960s. Bergstein suggests that now, as in the late 60s, increasing competition is critical to quality of experience. IndieWeb Development Micropub, a protocol used widely in the IndieWeb community to create, update, and delete posts on one's own domain using third-party clients, is now a W3C proposed recommendation. Similarly, WebSub, formerly PubSub Hubbub, a mechanism for communication between publishers and subscribers of any kind of web content, is now a W3C candidate recommendation. Congratulations to the Social Web Working Group and the IndieWeb community for all the discussions and implementations that are pushing these proposed standards forward. New pages have been created for Microsub, a proposal for a standardized way for clients to consume and interact with feeds collected by a server. Interested developers are encouraged to add to the discussion on the Microsub and Microsub spec pages. And finally, a new page has been created for PIN13. Located at pin13.net, it's a collection of tools useful to developers when debugging IndieWeb projects, including a microformats parser using the PHP MF2 library, a tool to prettify JSON data for human readability, and number conversion. 
That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the Indie Web, audio edition, was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the Indie Web chat. Or you can find him online at martymcgui.re. Content for this audio edition was provided by This Week in the Indie Web and the Indie News Service, which are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 48, Glitch, Day 49, Floating, Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's The 100 Days of Music Project. Find out more at aaronparecki.com slash tag slash 100 days of music. Learn more about the IndieWeb at indieweb.org and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org.